a badge of honor. Police officers and first responders wear badges to let their communities know they are here to protect and serve. But that's not how it feels today. And the stress of the job is taking its toll, picking lives through suicide and post-traumatic stress injury. A Badge of Honor podcast features the cast of the same name, Sam Horwitz and John Salerno. Sam, John, and the team offer the first responders workshops through their critical incident stress management teams and mental health liaisons to offer state-certified T-Cole credit programs that save lives. It's time to smash through the stigma. It's time to heal from your injury, and it's time to back our blue. Welcome to a Badge of Honor podcast. Here are your hosts, Sam Horowitz and John Salerno. Hey, welcome to a Badge of Honor podcast powered by the OBBM Network with John and Sam. Hey, how you doing, Sam? I am doing great. How are you, John? Doing great. Sam's vacationing in Florida, but you know what? The Healing Our Heroes never stops. We don't go on vacation and just stop uh, doing, stop our healing. You know, um, it's, it's a constant journey that we have to keep going forward on to um, make sure that our heroes are well supported. And, you know, now that we're in the holiday season, they need us even more. You know, they have to know that they're not alone and that we hear them every single day and that we will fight with them on every aspect and we'll get them the resources that they need. So with that being said, I want you to hit that like button, hit that share button and share it out to your friends because one share could save a life. You don't know who'll be listening and the content that we bring could help out um, somebody who's going through some bad times right now. Absolutely. So, uh, and we've got to welcome our uh, new watchers on Twitter live. We are live in the Twitterverse. So uh, if you're watching on Twitter, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, we, we'll make uh, some more announcements at the end of the show about some uh, some transition. So, um, yeah, that's a that's an exciting new change for tonight. Yes. And um, yeah. We, you know, you, John, you, you said I was on vacation and, and one of the key things is um, like you and I talk about in our workshops that you've got to take time to care for yourself and because in any time, any time you've been through something and you're in the business of like what we're doing now where we're helping to heal others, that can take its toll at any time, if you just give and give and give and give. In the beginning, it's great, you've got a purpose, you're super focused, and there doesn't seem to be anything wrong. And John, you and I have heard story after story after story that you know the cup goes empty and you're still trying to give, and that's when you might find yourself in trouble. So you've got to refill that cup. And so, uh, yes, I took time away uh, in I'm in the great state of Florida with my family, and this is the way refilling. But you know, Wi-Fi is great, right? <laughs> you know, we're never so far away that we can't be unplugged. And um, you know, our guest tonight, what he's doing is is great, John. I think you met uh ray on uh recently the high, on the cruise on the high right? rally you know i always say paths cross for a reason you know and there's got god has to put you in those those um that pathway in order for you to meet somebody and you know we had three thousand people on the boat all like-minded individuals but but 
faith in God or, um, you know, something put me in the play in, in the path of Ray and we connected and we started talking and we shared the same experience, which really made me believe deep down, you know, when we turn around and we say, you are not alone, man, you are truly not alone. There are so many others that are going through that same journey each and every day. And, you know, I, I think our, our God puts us as chess pieces and says, Hey, listen, you have to meet this person because they're going to be an inspiration into your life somehow, some way during your journey. And I, I was blessed to, to meet um, Ray on the cruise. Yeah. And, you know, he shared uh, his powerful story with you and uh, you know, this, it, what we do with the show, it's all about healing our heroes through the network that we build um, because the more of us that are involved, the more of us that share our story, it gives hope to somebody who's listening or somebody that's struggling. Maybe you tune in, uh, you know, on our one of our replays, right? Or somebody sends the show, yep. oh, my God, you got to listen to this. And that's what it's about. It's about connecting the dots. And just like you said, it, it, it happens for a reason when it happens. So um, why don't we bring uh, Raymond into the studio with us? Hey, welcome, Ray. How you doing? Can you hear us? <laughs> uh, he moved. He moved his iPad. Well, oh, Ray. So, um, yeah. So, Raymond, you might just take out your your earphones so that you can uh, you can hear us and um, take out your take out and, your uh, and oh. yeah. There we go. Now we can, can you hear us. Yes. 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 Thanks, Raymond. Right. Good afternoon. Yes. Welcome to a bad Honor podcast powered by the OBBM Network. Uh, Ray, you have got an amazing story. Please tell uh, our listeners and those who are watching a little bit about uh, yourself. Very well. First and foremost, thank you very much for the invitation to be able to spread the word with the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, my name is Raymond Dandalia. Most of my friends call me Doc. Um, I inherited that name through the Marine Corps. Uh, I am what you call a Band-Aid applicator, a professional. <laughs> um, if there's a hole, uh, we are trained to plug them. Um, I've been with the, uh, the Navy. I was in the Navy for 12 years. Nine of those years were with the Marine Corps. And uh, it, it's been a journey. And... Uh, and here we are. Um, it's been a, a blessed life since I've been back with uh, been back from uh, Iraq, and the journey has only been blessed, and the support is just amazing. Now, for those now for, Ray, for those that um, and plus turn up your volume just a little bit. For those, right turn it up, yeah. For those um, who are not in the military uh, service. Can you explain what a um, Navy corpsman, when he is in battle, what his job is? Okay, uh, so a Navy corpsman is a trained medical technician. Um, we are trained uh, to take care of a laceration all the way to surgical procedures. Um, in battle, we are, we are attached to, with the Marine Corps. We are handpicked and um, we train with them. We live with them. We eat with them. We, we become a family in the, in, in the military. And as a corpsman, uh, it, it is a 
a job that is, uh, uh, they said it's really hard, but it's really more of um, the knowledge of when and where we were going to use it. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when you're attached to the Marine Corps, especially when you went, you were over, did some, uh, you did some tours in Afghanistan during uh, battle in Iraq. Um, you know, the battles that happen out there, you are the Marines lifesaver. They count on you that God forbid something happens to them. They go down, they get wounded, man. It's Corman, Corman, Corman. Come to me, help me, save me. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so you are the lifesaver out there. You no, know, we are, our, our jobs, our jobs don't really start till the Marine is screaming doc or Corman, Corman up, doc, you know, and that's when we switch gears, you know, we're no longer, we're no longer the, the offensive. We are now the defensive trying to take care of the Marine so that Marine can face forward the battle again. Now, um, with that being said, with that being said, you know, we look at our first responders who uh, go to, and they see tragedy every day, right? The mental visions that are in your head that play in your head over and over and over again had, had a deep effect on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I didn't know what post-traumatic stress disorder was, nor did um, it didn't even dawn to me that there was such thing. Um, beginning uh, in 2009, uh, I really had to reach out for help. Uh, as a corpsman, we made decisions, and it was either life or death, plain and simple. And that's in battle. But in, in, in the garrison, we're the guys that's making sure that they're medically qualified to do those trainings, that they're, they're, they're good physically and mentally ready to do what they need to do. Um, and then if not, we're just there training with them also. Uh, Wounded Wire Project came, in, came into my life with... with not even knowing that there is such thing. I knew that there were people that was out there to help, but I didn't know exactly what I'm going to need. Well, let so, me just stop you real quick before you get into the Wounded Warrior Project, because you you didn't know about post-traumatic stress disorder. You didn't know you didn't know what was happening. What what in your head said I changed or did somebody notice that you changed? I know you've been married for a long time to a lovely wife. Um, did she notice the changes? Did you feel the change? What, what made you feel those changes? I started looking everything in the dark. Everything was Everything there was, everything that my brain created was ended by sorrow. And I couldn't deal with it anymore. It was either A, keep doing drugs, B, kill myself, you know. But what is that going to do? My job was to help. But if I kill myself, do drugs and all of that. It, 
then what was my position then? Because they looked up to me. So if I did all of that, then I'm just another statistic. Statistic in the numbers that are 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 way too many, way too much that we need to reach out and let them know that there is another light for that other, for, there is another switch for that light. You know what I mean? Um, when, did, when did you, sorry, a little bit background noise here, Peter Patters. Uh, when did you, yeah, okay. So yeah, so you get it. When did you realize that, you know, enough was enough for you? Did you, did you have to have something bad happen? Or was it just this darkness that wouldn't go away and you're, you're just like, I need to reach out to find somebody that can give me some light? Where everything was just not stopping. I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't even create a sentence because everything is just anger. Uh, I was treating my family wrong. I'm losing my friends. Uh, everything was just disappearing. Everything financially, uh, forget about it. Uh, uh, kids are scared of me. My wife just doesn't want to deal with friends, doesn't even want to be around because Doc is, there's something wrong with Doc. But I knew that I, I couldn't let anybody else down because I'm feeling down. So I went and uh, got help through the VA and that's where I, I was introduced to Wounded Wire Project. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you said a keyword anger here. Uh, for those of you who are just uh, tuning in, we're talking to uh, Raymond Andalio. He did more than a decade of service to this country as a Navy corpsman. We got to take our first break and we will be right back. Stay tuned, everybody. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. Movefreelyamerica.org. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam and U.S. Navy Corpsman Ray Andalio. I said that right, right? I usually yes, mess sir. up those names, so I don't want to mess that up. Andalio. Yo, Ray, we were discussing um, you know, your journey from as a corpsman being attached to the Marine Division in Iraq, and then when you came home, uh, feeling these uh, thoughts of darkness and everything you looked at as darkness. When Pre-show, we were talking about, you know, you went back to your name, Ray, instead of Doc. You kind of lost your identity. 
you know, and that's how so many first responders feel upon retirement. You know, uh, a law enforcement officer who has been a cop all his life, you know, once he retires, he goes back to just Ted or Bob or John or whatever. He's not, he's, he's not that servant anymore. So you lose what really drove you for 12 years and what really became part of your whole life. And when you lose that, um, and it, and there's no, no, nothing out there that you know of to help you get through that. You start thinking these dark thoughts, but the wounded warrior project came to your, your rescue. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Um, a friend of mine asked me to go for a walk and we went for a very long walk. And the lesson I learned from that was when we were babies, we had to crawl before we could walk. When the military, when our military career stopped, the first thing that was taken away from us was the uniform. Now we have to wear jeans and a t-shirt, could be wrinkled, could be got holes, could be dirty, could it doesn't matter, but that uniform made us stood for something. We made sure that that uniform was pressed, that collar was right, that the boots were were shiny, that our pants were creased. After that, we didn't really I I, I didn't have I didn't have to do that anymore. No you know, structure. I, there was no more structure. There was no more. I didn't have to check my gear in a daily. I didn't have to check on my, my Marines in a daily. I didn't have none of that. I, uh, what am I going to do? And I tell you, um, when, when Wounded Wire Project came to my life, it started by walking. And then we started running. Soon I've done many marathons, many relays, 200 milers, the mountain hood to coast run. It was just a 200 miler. And that whole journey has, has cleared to me that all I need is to help the next guy because that guy is going through the same thing that I've gone through. It might be in the morning, it might be in the evening, but we're going through it without even thinking about it. <laughs> so if there's someone, uh, veterans has a tendency to just keep it, you know, but we can just reach and just say, hey, I need help. Wounded Wire Project has helped me in many, many ways. Uh, it started with uh, um, uh, an odyssey, which is a group of guys. They send us to a spot, you know, and uh, it becomes a team building. It becomes, we we came to that event as literally civilians that had absolutely no idea who one another was. But when that event is over, we left as brothers. And I tell you, um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to, to have that tool, to be able to have Wounded Warrior Project and say, yo, I know a guy that needs help. 
and automatically they would say, okay, doc, what's his name? Where does he live? What can we do? You know, you bring, oh, up, a, you bring up a good point that John and I talk about in terms of, of getting help and, and uh, Wounded Warrior Project serves and all of our first responders that happen to be veterans and the Odyssey program I found out about through the Travis Mannion Foundation because the way that people heal and the healing journey, it's unique just like we are. And uh, when I first saw the, the um, Odyssey, I was like immediately drawn to it. I love the outdoors. It puts you in a, in a place that is, you're, you're very connected uh, to the people with everybody being veterans, number one, but you're connected to something that's bigger uh, than you, you know, whatever your, your spiritual background is and you're, and you're in a beautiful uh, spot going through and uh, talking about the tough stuff, right? Because we've got to talk about the tough, the tough stuff to heal. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. We so how, we how, how many weeks did you spend uh, with the Odyssey program? Um, so I've gone through a few of them. Um, and it's a week. It's a week long. But I have stepped up and became a mentor now. I mentor for the Odysseys. And uh, now I'm part of the... Uh, um, the Rolling Odyssey, where Wounded Wire Project has created this group, motorcyclist enthusiasts that uses motorcycle as their therapy. I myself use Harley as a therapy. Um, it's been, uh, man, that's another, that's a whole another story. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, a gift. Uh, this book is a gift to a veteran because there are so many ways that you can be involved with Wounded Wire Project, right? And the best part about reaching out to Wounded Wire Project is on the other hand, you're gonna meet so many more veterans that are dealing with the same stuff. And if you end up becoming a motorcyclist, you and I will meet one day, you know? <laughs> you know my, I would rather be in two wheels and meet up with veterans and take him to a spot, have a bonfire and just talk instead of being in a room where there are four, four walls, uh, one exit, two windows, barricaded. You know, Ray, you... You know, you, you're hitting on a lot of good points that me and Sam try to stress out uh, to everybody out there is, you know, wind therapy on a motorcycle is an amazing, amazing, um, it clears your head. You know, yes. couch, couch therapy, couch therapy is good for some people. Some people need that, um, but it doesn't work for everybody. So like with the Odyssey program, with team building, with walking, with running, with cycling, with kayaking, with mountain climbing. These are all I, things that refocus your brain on the task at hand instead of worrying about the demons in the darkness. It brings your mind back to a norm, a little bit of normalcy with people, with like-minded people around you that are sharing those same uh, traits. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, you know, we are talking, if you're just tuning in, uh, watching or listening, 
to um, veteran Raymond Andalio. He was a Navy corpsman for more than a decade. He is now a mentor with the Wounded Warrior Project. We will be right back after hearing from our sponsor. Interested in starting a podcast or TV show? Worried about what you'll say and how to keep it engaging? Think you'd like to be a guest on podcast, radio, or TV shows? Hi, I'm Susan Hamilton, owner and founder of OBBM Network, and I would like to invite you to an OBBM media training to get the tools you need for a relaxed and polished performance you'll be proud to share. Our specialized training techniques include role play, voice training, and everything you need to deliver a confident, clear, and engaging interaction. Go to offbeatbusiness.com. Go to the calendar and register for a training that's convenient for you. Dates available now, 214-714-0495. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast powered by the OBBM Network with John and Sam and our U.S. Navy Corpsman Doc, Ray Andalio, uh, who's been, we are blessed to uh, join us here and, and help and have him share his experience with us on how to heal our veterans and discuss the Wounded Warrior Project and the many aspects of the project that helps our veterans um, live a, a somewhat normal life. Now, I just want to retract just a little bit, and I don't know if things have changed in the military, but I know like when you retire in law enforcement, here's a box, here's a cake, here's a watch, here's your plaque, get out, done. You know, they, they don't, they really don't tell you what to expect. Probably back in 2009, when you re, when you left the military service, they probably did the same thing and they probably didn't tell you, you know, what to expect, how to live your life and what your mind is going to go through. So a lot of our veterans are coming out of the service scrambled. They're coming out, not, you know, these, not ex knowing what to expect next. Not to, you know, now they think this is bad. I don't know if it, things have changed now in 2023. I hope they have. Um, I hope the VA has gotten a lot better than it probably was back in 2009. But it's because of these organizations like the Wounded Warrior Project that will guide our veterans to a, a healing process. And that's yes. what we need. We need to keep and, moving you know, forward. And to move forward, we need to we need to open our minds first because you know we are so so when you come when you get when you're behind the gun and it's the training that you get all through your whole career then you leave behind the gun then there's no longer a mission there's no longer a crosshair there's no longer a point so what do we do? You know what I mean? How do we get from here to there? How do we how do we accomplish the mission? Well, there's no more mission. There's no more There's no more cleaning weapons. There's no more getting haircuts. There's no more no more of those things that we have to do. Now we have to create those things. And the first thing that's created in our head are all the negativities, all the things that shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Instead of just saying, hey, I need help, bro. I don't know what's going on with me. 
I have this, I have that, and help. But for me as a mentor, I need you to reach out. So I can, I know that you have reached out. And that is the first thing that a veteran that has gone through or is going through post-traumatic stress is to reach out. Because we're so, we have this thing called pride, you know? Um, And it's so hard to just get over that hump and to just say, no, I don't have any problem. Yeah, we do, you know? And if we can just literally just step back and just say, hey, I need help. And wouldn't yeah, it it's, uh, it's important so many- that, um, sorry, Ray, yeah, you, you, you are laying the path that I think a yeah. lot of people need to hear because this is, uh, it, I, I'm almost hearing it as proactive rather than reactive and that once you're out don't wait for the darkness don't wait for it will come it's telling telling everybody you're telling everybody what you went through don't wait for that to happen be with veterans understand what may happen just like josh goldberg uh said with boulder crest you've got to understand what's happening but let's get in front of it and ray i think you said something really key um in the last segment in terms of being a mentor because john and i talk about in our workshops with the in the different police departments that you know when you've been in a long time and you're starting to build uh get ready for retirement you're at the end of a career that you know the anger the cynicism the 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 anger <laughs> How about, really, how about taking it? Yeah, exactly. It takes so much away from who you are as a person. And waiting till then to become a mentor is great, but why don't you mentor the folks that are up and coming in the ranks so that no, they can no. understand, you know, hey, we need to talk about what goes on every day in our jobs. We need to be able to vent if we need to vent. We need to be able to, uh, you know, have that choir practice if choir practice is an appropriate thing for us to have. Um, but if we do it early on rather than waiting, uh, the the outcome can be so huge. And for those of you who are listening on your favorite podcast app, I've got the uh, the Wounded Warrior Project website, woundedwarriorproject.org. They make it super simple because on the screen, no matter where you click, it's connect, connect, connect. Uh, in bright red, um, you can look at all of the programs. Uh, Odyssey um, that Ray was talking about um, is just one of them. They have, uh, no matter what kind of help, that you may need. And again, we have so many police officers that are veterans, woundedwarriorproject.org. Also, not only do we have that, um, the cool, the fun stuff, right? Wounded Warrior Project has um, uh, venues to, to get a job, federally, regular business, IT, uh, 
you name it, there is a path. And again, I won't know, y'all won't know if anybody needs help, if they do not reach, if they do not ask. You know, my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, uh, Bible verses, Matthew 7, 7, you know, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door will open. Well, because we always went through with no asking, with we go, we react. We no longer need to react, but what we need to do is reset and step back because every moment that we react, it only falls to the deeper sense of depression. And if we can just step back in a day, I mean, literally, I'm so used to going, 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 going that I forgot. I need to breathe. Right. And if you breathe, that means you're inhaling oxygen that we in their brain need because without oxygen, guess what? Every negativity, every bad thing, every problem, every obstacle is going to just marinate in your head and everything that comes out will be just trash. So instead of just doing and reacting is to reach out and just breathe and I, I can't I can't express enough what what stepping back has made done done for me what two wheels have done for me what listening to others have done for me and the mentorship that I'm in now uh, man if 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 I have asked a veteran whether it's wounded wire project or other organization that I'm helping them with. And I've me personally asked for something from them, and it will be a ticket outside the country or maybe a cruise, huh, John? Um, <laughs> but I would be on my third world around and maybe my 30th cruise. But it's not about me, it's about them. They deserve the help, they deserve what Wounded Wire Project has created. Wounded Wire Project has so many, many uh, uh, donors that are willing and, and giving and because of pride, because of not knowing, because for whatever reason, the vets don't reach. Now, and if we pick up the phone, you know, and, and the computer and, and, and register. Uh, right. Sir, back, you know, um, what Sam was talking about becoming a mentor and you were talking about becoming a mentor and, and the pride. Do you feel that when a veteran, when somebody enlists, right, somebody wants to go serve their country throughout their career, be it a, a four or six or, or, or a 12 or 20 year career, you should be constantly reminded that when the time is up to start focusing on yourself. Learn to focus on yourself through programs within the military. Just like in the police department, we should be focusing on our, our like you said, step back. So the identity, when the identity is gone from that career, we're not overwhelmed. It's got to start in the beginning. And with the mentorship, 
you got to think about it. There are a lot of veterans out there that may be listening. You know, you may be feeling fine, but give back, step up, do once a month, go, go help a veteran in need. You don't have to be battling to become a mentor. All you have to do is be part of that support network, be that shoulder, be that listening ear. That's be and that yes. person, you, be that person you walk with, be that person you go on a motorcycle ride with. That's all you have to be. And you can actually save somebody's life. You can change someone's whole perspective on life by just being there. That's all you have to do. Bless. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me tell you, um, you know, uh, for instance, from the, at the cruise, uh, you know, we talked about uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. We talked about the support of Wounded Warrior Project. Um, uh, at the cruise that John and I was in, I know that I've reached more than two dozen veterans and telling me, thank you, doc. Thank you for what you told, what you said, because now my wife knows what I've been going through what my daughter, what my son, you know, uh, I do, I care uh, till this day, I carry a surgical kit in my, in my, in my bag. So does uh, Sam. When I, travel, <laughs> I, when I travel, I, I have my gear, you know what I mean? Because I'm still called doc. Um, and when that opportunity arose and somebody says, Hey doc, Somebody down here at the lobby wants to talk to you. Can you come down? That's like an automatic full tank, ready to go. You know what I mean? What do we need to do for this guy? What do we need to do for this sister? How can we just maneuver him to the right path so that he will understand that there is a light in the end of the tunnel? And I tell you, man, I tell you, I am so blessed to have the little tools, to have the opportunity to be able to, to share the things that I've done because it helps somebody else. Sorry. No, no, you're good. And, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, the emotions come out all the time. And, and that's, that's your passion. And that's, that's your healing. That's your healing. Oh, it's you know, a happy to boss. It's a happy to Right. Man. You, you actually heal more when you start sharing your story you actually oh. heal a little bit more but you're healing other people and that is what humanity is all about instead of tossing people aside and not looking at people or or discriminating against people or 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 looking at people in a different way we're all human beings we all have the same heart we all beat oh, the same blood yes you know? believe me we all bleed red there that's coming from doc <laughs> nothing i don't care if you're we all bleed red and we should all understand that because yeah you know ray i want to i want to ask you uh you know in in this is a particularly tough time of year we've yeah. had in, in the uh in the first responder community we've had between Thanksgiving and New Year's, you know, one uh, suicide after the next, um, and it it is it's easy to say 
you know, stay in the light, stay present. Um, for, for you, because you shared how everything got very dark, what, particularly now, if somebody is listening to this and is struggling, what are your personal words to them? Step back and breathe. Why? Because once you do that, everything clears. Everything is so just all over everybody's brain, right? And the first thing they go for is finish, done, kaput, quit, right? Uh, we don't need to quit. We just need to shuffle things around. And by shuffling things around, we just need to step back and figure out what are the priorities, just like we did in the military. In the military, we had priorities. What needs to happen throughout the day? Well, same concept. Well, first, we need to wake up and make sure that we wake up in the wrong side of the bed, whichever side that is for them. Um, and I practice making sure my first step of the day is my left foot. When I wake up in the morning to just go to the bathroom at two, three o'clock in the morning, I wake up to tell my brain that your first step has to be your left foot because the right foot would follow. Wow, that is powerful. And that sets your whole day. Oh, bro. If I don't do that, ask my wife. By 9 o'clock, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I do, if I wake up and put my foot left first and I knew the right foot would follow, I tell you, I'm, I'm out in the yard. I'm taking care of my pig. I'm taking care of uh, whatever it needs to take care I do leather. I do... I sew, I, uh, more, I do so much that it, it, it pushes me to better myself. It pushes me to shave my head in a day. It pushes myself to clean my glasses, to clean my, my, my windshield, to vacuum my car. All those little things is a daily thing. But if all you're thinking about, oh my God, too much. But if you can, we can seriously, little by little, and just step back and just. Well, we have been listening to, we have been, we are being given a gift. If you're listening and watching, I want you guys to know, uh, you know, you are being given a gift here by Raymond Andalio. He served our country for more than a decade as a Navy corpsman. We got to take uh, our last break and we will be right back. So stay tuned for more, everybody. What is the role of American government anyway? Is the role of government to decide where I can go and where I can't? Is the role of government to work tirelessly to destroy vital infrastructure that keeps goods and services from my customers? Is the role of government to choose who can drive, fly, or ride according to mandated stipulations that threaten my body, health, mind, and conscience? Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable, it's time to act with one voice. My voice. 
and my voice and my voice and my voice to protect our freedom creating one voice that cannot be ignored this requires your voice too your voice your feet your vote not just at the ballot box but training to be a poll watcher precinct chair judge or early ballot counter so you're doing all you can to protect the fairly counted american vote move freely america go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you plug in donate and help our legislators defend our god-given rights under the constitution move freely america because my voice and my voice together with your voice we're one voice that cannot be ignored Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam. We are blessed to have with us Ray Andalio, a U.S. Navy uh, corpsman who who was battling post-traumatic stress, but stepped back, breathed, and um, found his way through the journey. You know, we all go through dark times. That tunnel is dark at times. And... We sometimes get so impatient because we think that the light's never going to come. And like Sam always says, just before that light shows up, success is right around the corner. You know, um, we don't know when it's going to come, but if we keep moving forward, we're going to we're going to obtain it. We're going to reach that. And what you said, Ray, about stepping back and taking a breath. You know, we talk about seeing things in a tunnel vision, but when we step back, we get that full range view of everything. So out of all this chaos that's going on in our heads, right, we're able to step back, look at the big picture and go, wait, let me just take a breath. Let me see what I got. Let me describe this mission and let me come up with a new game plan because feeling this way is wrong. Feeling this way is is not the way God wanted me to be on this earth, right? I have to be a positive attribute to my community, to my state, to my brothers, to my sisters, to other human beings, right? So with that in your heart, you can do nothing more than move forward and not feel those demons. You can beat those demons. Absolutely. And and John and Sam, you guys asked earlier if I had any injuries. Um, Yes, I wear these glasses um, to see you because without them, I can't see anything, um, through the blast, through, through, uh, battle. Um, I was medevac because of, uh, so when something and finding out that it was my eyes that got me going and wow. Our Institute, um, was uh, generous enough to, uh, uh, sponsor me to wear these. And it has taken 75% of my headaches away. So wow. the light gives you uh, extreme headaches now? Oh, yeah. Like, so this this lights out here. If I do this, all this will just go straight into the, to the iPad, and it just comes back, and it's, like, right there. So I, I see silhouettes instead of detail. So, um, and see, so many of our veterans are battling different injuries, either visible or invisible injuries that many of society is not privy to. They don't see it. They don't, they don't understand it. They don't understand it. I got glasses on. (laughs) You know, 
they they don't understand that these 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 wounds were from for protecting our country for serving the United States of America so everybody could sleep well at night put your head down on your pillow and, and God bless each and every veteran out there who has sacrificed their life their their health their minds so I can live free so I can live in a in a in a world where I feel protected so thank you thank John Sam um I am here speaking with you because of my Marines. I'm alive because of my Marines. I'm alive because there is another job and this is it. This is it. Like I told you earlier, if Wounded Wire Project hired me today and fire me the next day, I've had the best job ever. That is my dream job to be able to do what I'm doing now because somebody protected me for me to say what I do say now. And brother, thank you very much, John, Sam. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. I hope, I hope that the veterans out there, if you served with me, if we served together, you went through the same thing I went through. Don't, don't put yourself down. Look up, you know, because there is another switch out there. And and all we got to do is point and find out, you know. And um, if somebody's in a hole, I'm going to jump in the hole. Well, Ray, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, somebody that was watching the show wants to get in touch with you, could they just reach out on to you on Facebook? Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm an open book. Um, Facebook is a... I love Facebook because before my mom and my 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 sister, my family passed, it was my way to speak to them. And I would rather I would rather do this. I would shoot, man. I'm I'm out there. If they need to, me to speak somewhere, I'm game. If they need to just talk to me, I'm game. You know, if they want me to speak at, at a school anywhere, I'm game. Because well, we may have some platforms now, for you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. This is now what this is now what makes me complete. You know, I, I I live off of my my VA disability. Um if money was what I'm after, I'm in the wrong business. But money's not what I'm after. What I'm after is like-minded people like myself and y'all to be able to reach and touch that one next person. Because when you die, when you die, and when I die, we don't take anything. But imagine if we leave this with someone, right. then they'll be bestow it to someone else. Well, Ray, this has been absolutely right. incredible. And uh, we can't thank you enough for coming on, sharing your story, being an open book with everybody and giving us a roadmap to heal. So whether you're a veteran, a first responder, you're both, because we have so many uh, first responders that are also veterans, um, share the show, share Ray's teaching, and most important, Ray is here to mentor. So reach out to him, 
on Facebook. Uh, we'll put in the show notes. Wounded Warrior Project. Yeah, get a hold of you. And, yeah, and Ray, thank you. We will uh, for sure be in touch. Again, woundedwarriorproject.org. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. May I add one thing, please? Yeah. Um, the support of the veterans count also. The spouses, the partners. We will yes. not be here without them. Absolutely. Good point. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah. God Thank bless you, our spouses. Thank you, Ray. We'll be in touch. God bless. Have a good Christmas. God bless. Take care. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Wow, that was uh, that was super powerful. And you know, we are about building uh, resiliency and wellness toolboxes. And folks, tonight. Uh, special treat because you you had a lot of tools um, that you can put in your toolboxes if you have no idea what I'm talking about because we are not about uh, we're not building things go to a badgeofhonor.com you'll read about those toolboxes as part of our workshops they are your mental health tools and tactics so when stuff is going crazy in here Take a step back, breathe, and you see this, just like Ray said. Um, what, I mean, it just, he, he, he kind of, he blew my mind tonight, John. Um, yeah, you know, that, that yeah. left foot, the getting out of bed with the left foot means so much because that, you know, and it's something I'm sure that he had to work on to keep remembering it and keep remembering it and start doing it over and over yeah. again. And that's what it is. It's repetition. Repetition that's going to bring you to that light. And Absolutely. Absolutely. And so if you want to know more, badgeofhonor.com. And speaking of one foot, uh, one foot in front of the other, I uh, can't leave out Walk the Bridge. And right. The 22nd, it's coming up, uh, the 22nd of the month in uh, all across the world, actually. Right. Um, so you can go to walkthebridge.org and find out where the closest Walk the Bridge event is to you and you heard Ray say that his journey started by taking a walk with a friend, with a mentor. Well, that's exactly what we're doing at walkthebridge.org. Come out, share your stories. You never know how your story will heal someone else and get them started on the right path. Um, it, it, it's critical. Um, and you know what else is critical? Uh, taking time with family, taking time to breathe, healing yourself, uh, doing, uh, uh, doing that simple, simple things for yourself. We've got Christmas right around the corner on Sunday. Uh, John, I want to wish you a, and Tara a very Merry Christmas to all of our partners and our resources um, who help heal our first responders and our veterans. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, to all of our men and women who serve on the front lines here, all of our first responders, to our active uh, members in our military who, you know, they're still out there not making it home for Christmas. It's Christmas on the road. God bless you for what you do. And, and of course, uh, Raymond, his family, and, and all of the veterans out there. God bless you. Merry Christmas. John, take us home. You know, I just want to recount, recap on Walk the Bridge. Right now, Walk the Bridge will be going on the 22nd of this month. 
It will be in Rockwall, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Montana, Chicagoland, and London, England. Um, next month, next month we will be starting to do it on the third Sunday of every month, starting at 3 p.m. Go to walkthebridge.org to find out those time changes. Also, anybody that's going out to walk the bridge this month, it's going to be nine degrees. Dress appropriately. It's going to be chilly. It'll probably be a lot chillier in Rockwall because you're walking over the water. Um, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean don't go, don't leave your house because it's nine degrees. Our veterans are fighting in nine degree and below weather. Our first responders are out there. Make the effort, not the excuse. Get out there for the hour and support our veterans and our first responders. They do not complain about the weather when it, when you call for help. They need our help. We're going to answer the call for them. Be out there on the 22nd, one of the locations. Dress warm. Support your veterans. Support your first responders. And God bless America for everything they do. Till next week, everybody, this is John and Sam with the Badge of Honor podcast powered by the OBBM Network. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Good night. A Badge of Honor podcast is produced for the OBBM Network podcast and protected under copyright law. For content permissions, please submit your request to abadgeofhonor.com on the content page. For OBBM Network programming information, please call 214-714-0495 today.